Happy Monday. We're back with episode two of Bitch, I'm Not a Therapist. Oh, yeah. This one's going to be good. Oh, it's going to be a good one. <laughs> I'm Dylan. I'm Bea. We're your hosts today on this fine afternoon. We're your hosts every day. This is our podcast. <laughs> off to a good start, We're I off see. Off to a great start. So today's episode, what are we talking about, Bea? What are we going to talk about today? <laughs> well, Dylan, we're talking about not the blue, not the green, not the yellow. But the red flags. <laughs> was why did that hurt? I don't know why I did it. <laughs> okay, yeah, we are talking about red flags. Yeah. That was a red flag okay. <laughs> for what this episode's gonna be like. Uh, yeah. Should we get into the? Should we just get right into it? Let's get into the down and dirty. Let's get into the down and dirty. So we're gonna look at red flags and let's talk about what the technical definition, I guess, of a red flag would be. So a red flag can be defined as something a person does that indicates a lack of respect, integrity, or interest towards the relationship. Mm. That's pretty complicating words. Yeah, let's break that down. Okay, so that was the technical definition or the what the psychologies, psychologies, the psychologists, psychologists. <laughs> sorry. Psychologists, psychiatrists, the, the psychologists. doctors. That's what therapists yeah. would define it as. Sure. But, you know, we're not therapists, Absolutely so not. Bea, how would you define a red flag? I would say a red flag are those things that you just, you want to run away from, you know? Yeah. It's also something that a person needs to be able to identify in order for it to be something that they can work on. If you can't True. know your own red flags or identify them in other people, mm -hmm. that's where it gets a little scary. True, because when you might be pointing out red flags in someone else... You have red flags too, Brenda. Like, you're not perfect. <laughs> like, you have your own red flags. So it's not like you are somewhat immune to it. Mm -hmm. I mean, the way I would look at a red, uh, red flag or define a red flag to me would just be um, just a, for me, it's a warning sign. Yeah. It's something that I look at and think, ooh, what's going to happen or what worse is going to come out of this? And that's only saying it from my own personal experiences. But we'll save time to get into that. Um, Let's talk about what little what like what are what is an example of a red flag to you? Being a dick to a server or industry oh, worker. Yeah, that is like such a turn off for me. Mm -hmm. If I'm going out to dinner with somebody and they are rude to the waiter or waitress, mm -hmm. or just the worker in general, that's just like why 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 are you treating people that way? It's just so that's, unnecessary. That's a good that's a good example, especially because we both work in, in the restaurant industry yeah. and we work in the industry, so mm -hmm. it's like. We've seen some first dates, and I definitely judge when someone is being rude to me. Yeah. And I'm the server. I'm looking at them being like, I hope the other person is looking at this and being like, yeah. ooh, not a good choice. I know. Um, that's a good one. Um, just in general, how, how they treat other people, I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, not just servers, but how they treat just... Your friends, friends your family. Their family. How they their talk family, about them. How their they talk about them behind yeah. their back. That's a huge thing. I've witnessed, you know, a person I'm dating doing it. Mm -hmm. I've done it. Honestly, like yeah. I've done it for sure. And that's, I feel like that kind of is a testament to how you view that person in your life. Mm -hmm. And when 
you kind of see that a strain is happening. Mm -hmm. And if you find that you're talking bad about the people around you, that's probably a sign that those people aren't valued highly in your life. And I feel like, you know, the older you get, you kind of start to get that inner circle, cut those people off. And that's kind of a telltale sign yeah. for that. It could be. I don't know. Well, especially like how they talk about these people when they're not around and how versus how they act around them when they yeah. are around them. Right. Yeah. What do you think like how your family or friends view, say, a significant other would be a red flag? Like say like your mom is not into someone or your hundred percent. Like if your family doesn't like the person that you're with, I think that's a huge red flag. And honestly, that took that. That's not easy to accept. Yeah. And even if you're friends, I feel like it's a red. I now I think if if, all my close friends do not like the person I'm dating, maybe there's a reason for it. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't have to be anything against them. It's Mm -hmm. just, you know, those are my people. They know me. They know me better than us. I may know myself in some aspects. They've also known you longer They've than been there through the this ups other and downs. person yeah. that you're maybe introducing into your life. Exactly. I think maybe even being like people that are possessive. Yeah. People that maybe come off like too hot too quick. Yeah. Like they're already telling they're in love with you in day two, day three. Yeah, like that's fucking creepy. They're talking about your, your, like, your future together. I'm like, you don't even know my middle name. You yeah. probably can't even spell my last name. Yeah. <laughs> For you me, you can't even, even know spell my, my first name. name. <laughs> yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. That's a little excessive. And yeah. also like anybody who's kind of more of an isolating, in an isolating state, like, oh, mm. I don't want to go out. I don't want to hang out with your friends. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. And in the dating stages and all you want to do is stay home. Do, don't I you get want wanting, to be? I, yeah, I, get, I get wanting to have like one-on-one time, yeah. but always wanting to be one-on-one and not wanting to know, mm-hmm. which is, that's actually a great one, is someone who doesn't want to get to know your side of your yeah. life. If you're dating for six plus weeks and you still haven't fucking met that one person's friend, like one of the friends or coworker, anything, a come neighbor. on. I always think about when someone, well, sharing the same interests as you, having the same opinions. Do you like, would you go say someone had a vastly different political opinion than you? I can work with a difference in opinions. Like if you, if you are, you know, religious, political, they're more of an indoor person. I'm an outdoor person. It's good to have disinterest. But when that person's not willing to open up their perspective and try new things for you, Mm -hmm. that's kind of like, it gets a little selfish. Yeah. And then you kind of start to lose a little piece of yourself because you're not able to do the things that personally fulfill you. Mm-hmm. And that can happen in a relationship. That can happen with friends. That can happen with family. I feel like I've had it happen in all three of those where the disinterest just kind of, they get really hard to deal with. Yeah. And it can affect you. Mm-hmm. I'd say so- also red flag. Another one would mm-hmm. be if somebody's policing you for what you want to wear, Oh, that's bitch, run. I'm sorry. If I want to wear a backless shirt, I'm going to fucking wear a backless shirt. I don't need to wear a bra with it. Not if I don't want to. I know a lot of people that have been policed about what they wear. Oh, those jeans are too tight. Like, you're not leaving the house They're not that. tight enough. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> They're not say. tight enough. Yeah. <laughs> Take them off. I'm going naked. Birthday suit. <laughs> Zero to 100. And I feel like that's probably a common red flag for... I would say maybe heterosexuals. Yeah. Girls, couples. Not saying that this doesn't happen in other forms of relationships. 100%. I know policing of clothing to go happens a lot. I know from my own personal experience, I don't think I've ever had a partner police what I wear. Yeah. I had a partner who 
policed whether or not I worked out. That's they so didn't bad. like me working out because they thought that if I got too big and muscular, then I would find someone else. And oh. I was like, what? <laughs> Why was that even a goal for someone? It's like, anyways, we'll get into those That's examples insane. later. Let's look at some other. <laughs> Besides potential personal stories, flags. let's look at some other potential red flags. Maybe conditioning negative action. Yeah. And emotions. You're not you're not going out all the time. Or you're you're just staying at home for like the whole week. And it's like, I really love that you just want to stay home and hang out with me. It's really great. So, That's it's really nice to hear that, but when it comes to a point that they're being conditioned to like want to stay in more with you mm-hmm. and you're not encouraging at all for them to go out or mm-hmm. see people. Um, kind of goes back to what you said, like policing what you wear, because that could be even like policing who you go out with. Yeah. What you do when you go out, where are you going out? Yeah. That's old. I feel like that's a bad example, but yeah. That's a good one. People who want to know where you are all the time at every given moment (laughs) of the goddamn day. Yeah. Leave those snap maps on. I'm turning it off. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on ghost mode. (laughs) Yeah. Where where are you going to be? Where are you going to be? How many people? I should have just gone on a second phone. going to be there? Put it on. I should have just left it in my room. Just give me my privacy. We'll talk about it. Not being able to hold a conversation? Yeah. That's just boring. That's like first five dates. If you still can't hold a conversation, bye-bye. I don't even know if it's five. Maybe three. And yeah, let's make it clear. Red flags aren't always like grossly terrible things. Sometimes they're just little things that you have to think about in longevity wise. Like, am I really? Yes. Yes, they're good looking, (laughs) but they can't hold a goddamn conversation. No. So there's not much going on here. You know those couples that you just see and they just kind of sit? And they don't say anything to each other. On the same side. And you're like, no, they just like, you've served couples before. Yeah, and, and you they, see them, do, they not do not talk. Yeah, it's weird. And I'm like, what about or, it? Or when they're on their phone all the time all and the there's time. no conversation. Well, you know That's when you're with someone word. and someone goes on their phone. You're with the person that you want to be with, whether it's a friend or a significant other or anybody. And you, why, like, why are you on that phone? I would say I had a phase where I was really bad with that, but I feel like I'm starting to get better at putting my phone away. Mm-hmm. When I'm with somebody yeah. or I'll take it out sporadically, you know, or usually I'll just take my phone to the bathroom with me just so I could do like a quick check. Quick pee phone break. Yeah. And then go Smart. back and then you're right back in it. Game Good changer. to go. Yeah. No one even knew you were on the Fresh, phone. Fresh, brand new. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows. Oh, those are good. Those are good. <laughs> those are good. I actually thought of another one. And this is usually in the beginning of a dating game, but like. Yeah. If your partner, this is talking about relationship red flags, is solely focused on sex. Mm, As in that's the center. That's like the basis of your relationship. That's where all the connection stems from. Yes. That, that's it. Yeah. To me, the you, that's, (laughs) that's not going to last very long. No. Because you can't expand from that. I I mean, I personally, I don't think I've been in a position like that. I, I feel like it's usually both. So I couldn't have a personal perspective on that point but like for you obviously are you bringing it up because that's happened i'm bringing it up because i like guys are very much centered around that Mm -hmm. and especially in gay relationships that's a huge thing and some that's the part part with like gay dating is weeding out the people that actually are interested in you versus Mm -hmm. the people that are just interested in your body yeah and that's it and it's just surface level and to me it's great in the moment, but it's not, there's no longevity. If I'm, if I can't talk to you after. Yeah. This is boring. This is boring. You can leave. Like I'll define what fun means. To yeah. Me. <laughs> that, that wasn't <laughs> this fun. This isn't fun. <laughs> this isn't fun. That's not fun. This is stressful. I Should feel like we've hit a lot of yeah, different hit a... forms of red flags. Yeah. 
Now, what about how to properly like communicate them to the person that is like having these red flags? Do you ever like think about, hmm, I'm noticing some problems. Do you want to address them? Do you mean if I'm like seeing, oh. Like say you're seeing someone, like yeah. would you want to like address it with them and say like, hey, these things that you're doing are kind of bugging me and I'm not really into it. And I feel like you have to nip it in the butt really I was quick. just going to say that. You have to do it fast because that's how you eliminate the problems. Yeah. Early on. So if you, and you're not wasting your time. Exactly. You have to be able to communicate. If you're not able to communicate, then it's not going to go over well at all. You're, you're going to have all these lingering issues like seeping into your relationship. And it's just yeah. going to be because you didn't talk about it soon enough. And I feel like that was a lesson learned for me, being able to communicate and like getting over the fear of communicating about things that I wanted and things that I knew about myself that I needed to fix. Those are things that I think I do better now yeah and it's important to understand that people can change mm -hmm. just because someone is showing red flags doesn't mean that they're a bad person you should necessarily toss them to the curb unless yeah. these red flags are like they're abusive and they're clearly <laughs> yeah. showing signs of they had this is going to be an actual problem you've but got if, five plus red flags it's a little it's a little testy yeah but if someone's <laughs> just not texting you back right away that's stuff that people can work on and also that's not really that big of a deal i, I know. think it i mean be. i for sure have quite a few red flags at least i i mean mm. i still could work on a lot of stuff yeah and that's the thing is it's important i think that's why communicating it to the person yeah. because people should be given chances just like you're given a chance because you never know if the person other person is thinking the same thing about you yeah with the chances it's like i mean if you are in a situation where the red flags are kind of piling up you do have to start to realize that, that there is a point in time where you just need to you need to leave Yes. Like you, you need to make an understanding of what you want yeah. and whether or not is, are these things fixable? And yeah. Is it worth it? If you work point? on, if you're trying to work on the red flags, that's awesome. Like if you're trying to work them through with the person that you're with or the friend that you have in your life and you're just really trying to stay there because you are hoping those things are going to change. And there's a certain time span that goes by and it's just nothing's changing. You have to realize that there's a time to walk away. And yeah. that's totally fine. Because it's not your job to fix someone. Yeah. And it's nothing to do with you. And I feel like that was hard for me. Realizing that I actually didn't have a factor in some red flags that lied in other people. Mm -hmm. Because I I honestly, I thought I was like this X factor looming over certain people and why like their life was getting so chaotic and crazy. And I feel like now I'm starting to realize that certain things actually weren't my fault that's just how it panned out and i had to be okay with that and it hurt like a bitch i remember certain things i like i had a breakup with a friend and it hurt like a bitch i was literally almost just as bad as a regular breakup and i just had to accept that i actually it really had nothing to do with me it was just kind of the situation that happened i think there was one or two things that may have lingered between our friendship but that yeah it was it wasn't you it wasn't me yeah. And that's something I had to realize yeah. over the years. And I think that's important in regards to just red flags in general is that you have to understand where you're coming from and mm -hmm. identify your own issues before you start pointing out problems in other people. Yeah. But I do think it is important to pay attention to red flags so that you can also protect yourself. Ooh, pointing fingers. That's a red flag that really just, went, whoop, just, just went up fingers? in my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like pointing fingers. If you're, oh my gosh, if somebody is just constantly, it's you, it's you, it's you, it's your fault. It's this person. Yeah, it's never it's me. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's you. Yeah. Maybe it's it's not not you. 
You know when people always say like that annoying roommate? Maybe you're the annoying, annoying roommate. roommate. <laughs> it might be you. Uh, sorry, Karen. Is it story time? I think it's story time. Oh, I'm excited for story Shit, time. Shit, you have to go first. I have to go first? What yeah. do you mean? Oh, okay. <laughs> first of all, we make it clear that we did categorize some things. We made sure we had some ideas. Yeah. We got some stories and we need to... There's a lot going in our heads right now. <laughs> when this topic came up, we were just like, boom, 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 boom. All Greens, right. beans, tomatoes, potatoes. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> you name it. <laughs> now, I wrote, see, one of my biggest ones for me is gaslighting. Yeah. All right? Gaslighting. Now, my last relationship, the one that I guess resulted in this spinoff that we're doing right now, mm-hmm. He had a saying, and it was, must be nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Must be nice. Yeah. So I remember when you told me My this. ex at the time would, every time I would buy something nice for myself, whether it be a, a T-shirt or a pair of jeans or got to get a tattoo, God forbid, <laughs> and I would show him, he would say, must be nice, because he was basically trying to guilt me into feeling bad for treating myself. So every time I wanted to do something nice for myself, I was met with this guilt. And it was honestly looking back at it, I was definitely conditioned to feel bad for purchasing things for myself. So I actually stopped. Mm -hmm. I got, I think you stopped treating yourself and like the self care aspect. I got, I think it sounds, doesn't sound like a lot, but I got two tattoos during the cold course of three years. Yeah. And when I say that I'm trying to give into context is that when I broke up with him, I've gotten maybe 25 tattoos yeah. and I was that was say, only sure in the last year and a half. Yeah. So tattoos for me has always been something as an expression of my own self mm-hmm. by putting it on my things that mean something to me on my body. And during that relationship, I didn't get any really because I was just afraid of being guilted yeah. because I spent money on myself and how dare I treat myself. Yeah. Which of course, looking back, you're thinking nuts. <laughs> idiot how could i have done that i was like there was you go oh no your turn no (laughs) i i need to drop the must be nice because it's starting to give me anxiety i was gonna say like with the policing i was actually i wasn't allowed to wear certain clothes like if if i did wear god forbid i didn't wear a bra with any of my shirts i was like i'm part of the ibtc you know Itty bitty titty committee. You, you don't have to wear a bra with everything. So mm-hmm. I wore it. I wouldn't wear it. And it would be such a big fight. And so I literally, I started to all the time, even with shirts that was not flattering. And um, that was huge for me because I, before I was dating this person, I was a no bra person in general. I was like going out. It was, you know, and, and then it was just you have to. And if it wasn't, then there was a huge fight. And so I hated the fighting so much that I just gave up. And then I just went to it and I just started doing it all the time. And it pissed me off. And then finally, after years, I got that back. And I was like, yes, I can do it again. But the fact that there was like that entrapment of that, it was Mm -hmm. just like so fucking draining, honestly. That would be draining. If anyone telling me what to wear Mm -hmm. and what not to wear, no. Yeah. Also, keep in mind, everyone, when the stories that we're talking about, what we're now talking about, are red flags that we notice in hindsight in our previous relationships. Yeah. These are things that we didn't see in the moment. We missed it. Mm-hmm. I mean, mind you, well, I think we both were like, eh, Knew it, but overlooked it. 
Yeah, because you're like, I'm in love. Yeah. Oh. It's fine. Yeah. I can be treated this way. This is normal. Yeah, I behavior. can do this. So keep that in mind. These are things that we've noticed in hindsight, yeah. which I'm sure other people might be noticing too. Uh, <laughs> is it my turn? I think it's your turn. Oh, because I got one too. <laughs> now, I, we talked about like the idea of control yeah. and knowing where are you and blah, blah, blah. My ex in the very beginning was very adamant about wanting to know where I was all the time. Yeah. My every move to the point of being like, if I was saying I was with my mom, I would have to prove it and take a picture with my mom on Snapchat and show him. Yeah. You had to. Or take a picture of me being in my room to prove that I was in my room. And oddly enough, at the time, I was like, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But looking back, I'm like, why the shitty fuck did I? (laughs) Why the (laughs) shitty fuck? (laughs) Why did I have to tell you anything? Yeah. And not only that, I had to keep my, sometimes he would ask me to send my location Mm -hmm. to prove where I was. And this was the very early warning thing, early warning red flags that I completely missed because it escalated further into the relationship where if I was to leave him because I eventually moved in with him, stupid mistake. I moved in with him and if I were to leave and say go home with my parent go to home to my parents house which I technically still lived at yeah for a dinner because I hadn't seen them in a week the minute I would leave the house or before I would even leave the house he would guilt me into leaving or why I'd be leaving I should be spending time with him and then when I would go to my parents house I would why be, didn't he come with you that's the thing <laughs> he didn't want to come another fucking red flag yeah. people. <laughs> Not wanting anything to do it's with your, your family. family. <laughs> it's my family, but he didn't want anything to do with them because yeah. he knew that I think that they didn't like him. Which, I mean, fair. I wouldn't want to go either. But at the same time, and then when I'd be at home, I'd get texts being like, well, how long are you going to be? Why Why don't you just stay there? You're already there. You might as well just stay there. And then yeah. I would feel rushed at home to have to go back to his house and my parents noticed this and they were like, why are you so anxious all the time? And I was like, I got no time. I got to like scarf down this food quick by and gone within an hour. Yeah. Cause they need you. Yeah. He needed me. Yeah. But I mean like, okay. <laughs> oh, this thing translated further into friends where if my friend had a birthday yeah. and I wanted to go to it, I would ask him if he would want to come and he would say, no, I'm just going to stay home. And then I would be like, okay, well I'm going to go. And again, the guilting of, well, that's kind of just, oh, it's fine. I'll be okay by myself and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then half the time I would end up staying. Stupid of me, but mm-hmm. I'm in love. And then you're... <laughs> That's love. This is what love is like. like. And now you're just like stuck at home, FOMO to the max, really upset. Off. And then if I did go Resentful. out... And if I did go out, I had to prove where I was. Holy shit. I had to send my location. I had to take a picture with someone. I had to constantly be telling him that i wasn't lying 15 missed calls if you don't pick up on the first two tries if i don't pick up on the 14th i'm <laughs> clearly having an orgy or some stupid shit <laughs> sorry mom that's not true <laughs> your turn babe. you go give oh, me fuck. give me another one i don't know I would give say, us another one ugh, i have to think about it i would say i don't know another red flag god when snap maps entered snapchat that was well, a choice. Yeah, that was a choice. Ghost and that, mode. Yeah, I did not. We both. It was like you have to have yours on and I have mine on. And then I know where you are and you know where I am. And it was so heavily abused. It was, oh, well, where the fuck are you? Your Snap Maps hasn't turned on. I can't even see your location. Why did you turn it off? And I'm like. Why don't you go read a book? <laughs> 
do something else. Stop looking at a screen. Stop looking at my Snapchat. And that comes with trust. Like if you don't have trust, then you have nothing. <laughs> Again, trust and respect. A red flag for yourself. Oh, if yeah. you don't trust the person, you probably won't ever trust that person. Yeah. Think about why. Think about too. why. If they've already broken your trust once. At what? There's no going back. Yeah. There really is. I mean, if you can, you're great and call in. Mm-hmm. Dial in now. Yeah. I would say a red flag with friends is when uh, you make more effort to see them than they see you. And that, I mean, I've had friends, I have commuted far to see friends. And I would say it's really tough when you know that a person you care about so much isn't willing to do what you're doing for them. That just hurts. But with friends, you're willing to sacrifice because it's like, you know, you're going to be here for me. I'm going to be here for you if you need it. So we're going to stick this through. And um, I feel like once I once I got over that, I was like, you know what? This is not being reciprocated. You stop making the effort and then you see that it's not being given back. That's when you kind of like cut it off and you realize, listen, this isn't going to this isn't going to work out. Or if you bring up the red flag, like, hey, you know what? I feel like I'm doing more than you are and it still doesn't change. That's when you're like, OK, yeah, you don't care. This friendship's over. Bye. That's good. And that's that's good that you even brought in a friend one. Because yeah. I, I, for me, I've, I find it hard to identify red flags with friends. Just yeah. because sometimes I feel like I bypass so much shit because I'm just like, oh, you're my friend. That's mm-hmm. I don't. Also, I'm I, for me personally, it's hard to really offend me. So yeah, a friend really has to do a lot me for too. me to be like, okay, I'm out. Mind you, if a friend stops talking to me, I've noticed that I don't really put much effort to try and run after them. Mm. Because for me, I'm I, I'm not chasing anybody. If you want to dip from my life, then you can dip, yeah. but I'm not going to be chasing after you. I'm the opposite. I will try. I will I will try my best to make it work, and like I will wear and tear myself. And then once I get to a point, that's when I know that I need to walk away. But walking away has never been easy for me. I've never been able to just cut somebody off. Yeah, it's not it's not easy. And even if you do actually try to, you you never really fully cut them off. Yeah. Ooh, I got another idea. I got, it just came into my mind, another <laughs> red flag for me that I, again, now notice now, but in the time I was like, I'm having fun. I'm in love. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Excessive drinking. Oh, God. Now, happy hour. Now, happier. <laughs> <laughs> Mimosas. Now, when I say excessive drinking, I mean like when you start meeting someone or dating someone and you're hanging out all kind of goes around drinking it mm-hmm. circles around drinking going out for drinks you're always intoxicated now maybe this isn't a thing for most people and i know some people go for drinks on their first date or whatever to break yeah. the ice so they feel a little more loose <laughs> but for me when with my ex in the very beginning of our hanging out we would drink excessively and i'm talking like he wasn't even fooling around he was there to get fucked up yeah and get drunk and then make sure that i was getting drunk too yeah and then it became a thing where it became a normal thing mm-hmm. um and unfortunately that eventually down the road this is again this is why you'd pay attention to the red flags because our slightly excessive drinking down the road turned into experimentation with drugs mm-hmm. and me personally being exposed to drugs yeah. because of this person I was dating and his kind of party lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, I don't hold it against him. I obviously had my own choice to do what I wanted to do. Yeah. But when you're with, I'm in love. <laughs> like the person you're dating is doing something. You're like, oh, I'm going to do it too. Because 
I don't know, that sounds so stupid, but it sounds no, so childish. No, but it's childish. like, then we're going to be on the same level. It's yeah. going to be fun. This is going to be bonding. We're bonding. We're bonding. This is quality we're, time. We're bonding. We're yeah. quality time. And you know what? Like, that's fun in the moment. But that shit's dangerous, especially if you've never been exposed to these things. Yeah. You don't have real experience with it. It could turn ugly. And it definitely turned ugly to the point where I was, in my opinion, abusing alcohol mm-hmm. and I would say slightly abusing drugs and I knew that I was doing it to deal with being with him. Yeah. Which was the irony is that I could have just left, mm-hmm. but I was so engulfed and feeling like I couldn't get out of it. Yeah. It was weird. It was like, I couldn't, I knew I could have just left him, but at the same time I felt I had, he had made me feel that if I left him, I would have nothing. You were already like toxically attached. You were toxically conditioned to have this attached. man in your, yeah. And I don't know why. I, well, I, I did love him. That's You're avoiding why. the red flags. In love. <laughs> I avoided the, the day. I'm in, in love. love. <laughs> looking forward now, looking at dating now, excessive drinking in the get-go is something for me that I'm like, okay, how much, how, because I like to party, but. Yeah. I think we both do. I think we do. <laughs> and I could go, I could. I, I can could, go hard. Same. You you and I both know we can go places that most there people are shouldn't alter be egos. able to get to. Yeah. <laughs> And we can get there now from that experience. But I don't necessarily want to get back into that hardcore partying lifestyle. No, No, I'm over it. I kind of said, I mean, I'll do it once. Blackout Bays. Blackout Bays. Yeah. Yeah. We have to put her to bed. You, your turn. You Mm. tell us more. I would say isolating from friends. Like, I mean, I've been in a situation where, I mean, I was told, hey, I don't want you seeing that person. But at the same time, it was whenever you were saying you were going to hang out with a person, it became an argument or a fight every single time. And so when that fight happens over and over and over again, you are just going to be so drained from it that you don't want to do you don't want to do the fight anymore. So how do you eliminate that fight? You just stop doing what is creating it. And that's exactly what I did. I stopped hanging out with a lot of my friends, especially a lot of my male friends. And I've always had a very equal ratio of girl to guy friends at one point i would say even more guy friends i grew up with most of my childhood friends being boys just just because my mom's friends they all had boys so i was very used to that so having that taken away from me um it hurt a lot and i'm i realized i some people think i'm emotionless and sometimes you know i'm stone on the inside slowly puts his hand up (laughs) but for the most part i honestly i feel like i love I love my friends like family. So to take away part of my family is extremely hard on my mental health. And that's exactly what happened. It was so demeaning. I I didn't even know how to talk to them sometimes anymore. It wasn't normal. And so I think that was a huge red flag for me that I overlooked for a very long time. I tried to fix it. And I think I fixed a little bit. But it was just too hard. And you're referring to like that person isolating you from your friends. Yeah. Right? So, like, they like they don't even... Is that also including, like, them not even wanting to meet your friends? Yeah. Which yeah. is huge. Not making an effort, and like, at all. I mean, you know, sometimes the friends just don't like you. And so, is it... Are you going to suck it up? Are you going to try and win the friends, like, try and respect and everything? Yeah. Or are you just going to be a little bitch and sit on your couch and... You know, not try. Well, for me, like when I, if I'm meeting someone, I want to be on their friend's good page. Yeah, me too. I want them to like me. I mean, 
I don't have to try that hard. <laughs> You're a good <laughs> but, person. But I mean, I want them to like me. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, their approval does mean something mm-hmm. to the person that you're talking to. And I mean, I think for both of us, having our friends like the person that we're with it's is huge. huge. Yeah. Only it is now, I think, because yeah. we've experienced that cutoff where we've lost friends. Yeah. I mean, I lost, I think, I'd say, I don't say lose. I say lose in the sense that I've, I don't hang out with most of my high school You've friends. You've lost touch. Yeah. yeah. And that's largely because of when I was in my last relationship he did the same thing that I think yours did and that mm-hmm. this isolation of me don't hang out with your friends, hang out with my friends. Yeah. Which then left me, I think what I feel like was the ultimate goal was to cut me off from my friends so that I had nothing this but bubble. him. Yeah. You're in this. Bubble. I had nothing but him and his friends. And if I was to lose him there, I would lose everything. Yeah. I wouldn't Taking have anybody. Taking away your support system. Which I feel like I'm not saying he tried to, but he inadvertently did yeah. because it cut me, it severed my ties even from my family and mm-hmm. like my dog and my brother, my sister yeah. and my friend group. And it left me so isolated where I was like when it finally ended and I went back to them, it was almost like, who are you people? Yeah. And, and I had to rebuild that all over again. Yeah. Rebuild your new foundation. And that's for another episode. I know. <laughs> Rebuilding. Rebuilding. <laughs> episode five and a half. I know. I've kind of overdoing all the red flags. I want to, we made a red flag story. And everybody, we got so many responses. I was really happy with that. So I really want to go through the responses so and talk about responses. those because you guys were freaking great. That made me really happy. There was like at least 20. <laughs> there was a lot because I was reading through them and trying to post them and I couldn't c- keep up with every time I would try and find up a new background photo for yeah. a thing. <laughs> I get four more responses and I was That's like, That's like the I most can't. stressful part. The background photo for the thing. Okay, well, I, I've got, like, one of the first ones here. So Did what? you did you want to tell everyone the poll results before we get into it? Oh, you say the poll results. I don't have those. Oh, you don't have the poll results? No, I think it was, like, 70-30. Yeah, so we asked the question of how often do people ignore those red flags in the moment only to realize in hindsight that the signs were all there? So 78% of people that responded said that they ignored the red flags, while 22 of the people... Damn. 22% said that they're out if they notice them. So those people are clearly psychic or they're just great self-control. <laughs> yeah. 78% of us have no self-control. I, I, I don't have self-control. So, okay. Question, what are some common red flags for you when you start dating someone? And you guys responded with some fun stuff. So one of them was isolating myself from friends and family. We've already touched on that. We touched on that. Yeah. Another one was, they have fucked all my friends. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Hold on, Brenda. <laughs> <laughs> like, how many friends are we talking? First of all, I over wish <laughs> there was more context to this. <laughs> like, over how many years? How many people? And why was this person even a consideration? I know. <laughs> if you knew that they fucked all your Did friends. Did you find out before or after? That's a good That's question. A- <laughs> <laughs> we should have asked this person. Yeah, you know what? Fuck this person. I'm pissed no off. You, you need to give us more. <laughs> That's just the tease. What's the next one? The next one, someone responded with, speaks generally shitty about women. Holy shit. This one this. got me. Honestly, ah! <laughs> I love this one. When oh, I have dated someone that talks so shitty about women. It is awful and oh my gosh it would piss me off so much i held my tongue for so long but here we are it, it was it's release so, the tongue you know what i don't want to hear that you hate women and that or i don't want to hear that i'm the only woman that you actually like 
That's not cute. Nobody wants to hear that. Please praise my gender up because I'm proud of it and I'm proud of everything we've done. I fucking love being a woman. I like I don't want you talking shit about my people. Like absolutely not. That's rude. That is rude. Yeah. And that's just general like why why? It's just it's Why would you talk bad about women to a woman? Yeah. <laughs> women talk. I know. Women, <laughs> women talk. Women talk. And that's that's that uh, that's just common sense. Mm. Next one. Next one. Ooh. When you explain to them your anxiety and trauma and they don't take it seriously. Oh, my God. That hurts. That, that just does hurts. hurt. Reading that one, reading that response hurt. Yeah. Because when you're dating someone, mm-hmm. you should be able to be vulnerable with them. And they also should be able to accept your past as your past. Yeah. And let it go. Yeah. Like nothing's worse than someone's like obsessed with your exes or obsessed with oh. what your exes did to you. And it's like they were before. You're yeah. the now. Live in the now. You are making me think about them more because mm. you're bringing this up so much. You need to be able to understand people's anxieties and traumas. Yeah. So that you could better help them in the future. Mm-hmm. And and know how to support those people. And not pretending that people don't have baggage. Everyone's got baggage. Yeah. Everyone's got ba- I have baggage. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that person, they charge extra. <laughs> they charge extra at the airport. Like, yeah. it's a little overweight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's me. Trying to split into the two suitcases. Ooh, next one. You want to read the next one? Yeah, has friends who are known to be pieces of shit. Ooh, hoo, hoo. Shitty friends. Shitty friends. You ever oh. meet someone and then you meet their friends and you're like, Oh. No, have you ever had a friend or a person you're dating and they go out with a group of their friends and you're just stressing out the whole time because you're like, are you cheating on me? What? <laughs> is that just me? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Oh my gosh. Are no. you cheating on me? Oh, with their yeah, friends? Yeah, because like those oh, friends they are just shitty you? friends. Yeah. No, no, no. Like, oh, because their friends are shit. Yeah, their friends are shit. So because by association, I mean, I gosh. mean, you are who you surround yourself with. Exactly. And that is... If, that you don't necessarily have to like everyone, but if... Those friends are equally bad influences. <laughs> you have to. You, you, what is your person you're seeing is just the odd one out in the group? Newsflash. <laughs> no, they're an oompa loompa like the rest of them. You're the same. All the same. <laughs> Ooh, next one. Always blaming someone else. It's kind of like gaslighting. That's gross. Just uh, like being the defensive deflecting. on everything. Yeah. I mean, hey, I'm stubborn, but I'm not going to blame it on every single person. Oh, I got a. Oh. Actually, you know what? That's another time. Ooh, no. Quick story. <laughs> I found out that my ex had cheated on me because Ooh. he went to the bathroom. His phone went on a text, and the text was from a guy, and I'd never heard of this guy before. So I did a little investigating Ooh. on my own and uh, found that I well, I basically just asked this guy casually about how he knew the person I was with yeah. without informing them that I'm the person that they're dating at the moment. And he said that they had hooked up and I was like, Oh, interesting. When? And it was about a week or two ago prior to me seeing this text. And he was able to describe my, the person I was with her room, the entrance. He knew everything. I was Ah, like, Oh, what did, what did my ex do? My ex blamed me for investigating. Oh, Oh yes. Yes. He's like, why, why why were you even on my phone in the first place? First of all, I wasn't even on the phone. (laughs) It popped up on the screen. And also this person at the exact, say that, no, it did actually. Oh, okay. And the person, oddly enough, had the exact same name. As you? No, as oh. him. Oh. They had the same name. Can you imagine saying your name together while you're doing <laughs> it? Like a weirdo. That's fucked. Next. Oh my gosh. Using gifts or favors as a distraction. Yeah. Like trying to, you know, getting into a huge fight and then not wanting to talk about it. So instead, you just buy me a necklace. Or all of a sudden, I have a coffee machine in my kitchen. 
Like, you know. I'm not bougie like enough like that. I'll buy you a chocolate bar. Maybe you'll forget. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, big gifts are out. I know I was rude today, Just but kidding. here's a box of <laughs> cereal. Here's a box of chocolate. <laughs> Bunch your favorite Cheerios. <laughs> Multi-grain, just how you like them. Oh, look at this next one. What? Knowing you've been cheated on and still staying with them. Okay, that first one. of all, I don't think that's a red flag. I think that's a problem with you. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, if you know they cheated on you, that's that's not a red flag. That's a breakup-worthy thing. That's just you chose to and stay. And you chose to stay. And don't, I'm not blaming you because I've done it. The story I told you, I still that happened in the first six months of dating. <laughs> and I stayed with him for three years. Yeah. And he cheated more than once. Mind you, you remind me, you remind everyone that I cheated at the end when, because I made out with a guy, but that mm-hmm. doesn't even count. I well, it counts. But I was cheated on. I think for like the first year, probably also the first six months of dating, and when I. But I'm in love. Uh, yeah, but I'm in love, and I was given like thorough evidence, like it was sent to me, and then I managed to get conned out of thinking that it was a- that it actually happened. It was like, no, that's not me. It wasn't me. It's my friend. I was like, isn't that your face? And somehow his face morphed into somebody else. And then I decided to believe it. It was our friend. <laughs> I was oh. like, oh, you're right. It's not you. Okay. It's not you. Four years later. It's a different like, face. It was me. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. What's <laughs> the next one? Oh, giving ultimatums. Oh, God. I hate ultimatums. Those stress me out. It's either me or the dog. You're like, the dog. <laughs> yeah, no. If you're getting put up for an ultimatum, just run. In I, any situation, run. Unless it's for your health, run. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. My ex one time said, it's your mom or me. That's disgusting. And I was like, do you, how in love do you think I am right yeah. now? <laughs> like, not that much. But you thought, what? You no, thought we were, we were together? <laughs> oh my gosh. Next one, how they speak to you and about their friends. Ah, uh, so how they speak about how they speak to their friends versus how they speak about their friends when they're not with their friends. Yeah, that's so honestly, do they shit talk? I didn't think that was a super hard red flag, but now I'm like, holy shit! Yes, it is. Run for your life! Why are you doing this? Well, because not only that, because that could mean that who knows what they're saying about you. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. If they're talking <laughs> shit, <laughs> that's what you're saying. My bad. Rewind. <laughs> That was more like in my head. You yeah. know, I have thoughts in my head and I don't get them out loud. So yeah, it's they just tough. pop out. Yeah. <laughs> I have no filter. Oh, they have massive egos. I love this. Ooh. One. You know, when they're like going to the gym and just looking at themselves in the mirror and you guys are like thinking you're just going to work on yourself and they're in the mirror just like, oh, yes. You got it. Oh, I <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't Is know. that ego? <laughs> I don't think that's anything to do with ego. That's a I weird know. <laughs> personal vendetta against someone. <laughs> This guy in the gym, he just fucking pisses me off. He's a oh. pure meathead. Ugh, move a god. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> when they know the truth, but they continue to lie to your face. I think we did. We kind of talked about that, we right? We did, yeah. This lying to your face. That's basically blaming others, right? Yeah. But also, <laughs> something I think that is a red flag is when a person, the person you're dating says to you, oh, what did you, what did you say, what did you say to Jax? And you're like, I don't know. What did I say to Jax? And it's just, I don't know. You tell me. And oh, like, the, the fishing? Yeah, fishing. They don't, they don't, they know you say that. They nothing. have no idea. They're they just want trying you to get admit, something they out of you. They want you to admit something. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to lie. I've done that once or twice just as a joke. I'm like, just kidding. Just wanted to see what I could get out of you. But like, in a serious sense, all of a sudden, they're just trying to, it's like they're trying to start a fight. I hate fighting. It sucks. I mean, nobody likes it. Nobody likes it. Yeah. 
Ooh, this one, I'll say it. Do it. Daddy issues. <laughs> Has its perks, but overall usually means a lot of emotional baggage to work through. Can um, you talk on that? Because I don't know. Well, I that's not true. Issues. Gay people have daddy issues too. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, I for sure have daddy issues. I'm still uh, working through the baggage. I think I started to break the ice when I was 18. You know, I was like, I'm an adult now. Let's figure this out. And uh, I'm still working through it. I'm a work working. in progress, but I would say, I wouldn't call it, before it was like 50 pound baggage. Now I'd say it's like, 18. Oh, we can get it on the flight. Yeah, we're just like reducing it a little bit more and more. Day by day. <laughs> What's the next one? Controlling behavior. Yeah. I mean. Absolutely. Like. That's all we have to say. That's. the Yeah. <laughs> Duh. That's the red flag. You look it up in the dictionary. Someone controlling someone. <laughs> okay, this one. How they treat people in the service industry. We already went over this and two people said that and clearly. Clearly a bit It's thing. important. It's important. <laughs> How you treat the servers is a big ass thing. Yeah. I don't care if they even, if they messed up my food or I'll still be polite to them. Yeah. May I? May I? <laughs> yeah. Please and thank yous. 100%. Use your pleases and thank yous. This one, if you're unkind towards children. I mean, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> depends on the unkind. If you just don't want to play with them, like, yeah. listen, sometimes you're tired, but if you're saying, fuck off, Callum, it's like, mm, yeah. That's going to. That's an interesting one. <laughs> because to me, I, I, I'm not around children. I'm around children. I like children. I'm not mean to them, but some no, days I don't want to talk to them, and that's fine. You know, I have my desk; it separates. Maybe I guess <laughs> in the, how people talk about maybe they want children is that a red flag? To you? I mean, if you're talking about you want kids after week two, <laughs> mm, it's nope. A I, everything just went stuck right back up. There. Yeah, it's a little weird. <laughs> Quick before I dry up. <laughs> Ooh, next one. If they don't have the meaningful conversations or blow past them, ugh. You so have to talk through stuff. Like Otherwise, down to earth, talk to talk? Is that what it's talking about? No, I think it's like if you're not able to communicate about your frustrations and oh, yeah. like, you know, how, where you guys are. Your feelings. Goals that you guys have. Yeah. Are you guys still on the same page? Like I really like, I think it's important for relationships to have those check-ins. It doesn't have to be all the time, but the fact that you guys are both making the time to see what page you guys are on and how you guys both feel about and if there's anything you guys can improve on your relationship and like the goal because ultimately when you're with somebody you're growing together Mm -hmm. and if you're not communicating you're going to grow apart like a hundred percent right period i said it period point blank (laughs) you have to be able to have those real talks you can't just have superficial conversations all the time and also if you're not talk if they're not willing to want to talk to you about what are you or who are you what What are you what am i (laughs) like i'm like there was a person that i would been talking to a year ago and i brought it up mm-hmm. and i got ghosted because <laughs> i brought it up after we had been seeing each other for a couple months and i asked him and i was like you know what's like what is this like what are we doing yeah. and i just kind of good that it got out of the way fast i mean that was my answer to the question yeah commitment scares some people <laughs> they don't want the whole package people just How don't about, know what they want this one when you tell them you want to go slow but it when it comes to intimacy, but then it keeps getting pushed. Okay. That's just run for the hills. <laughs> don't look back. Jump, skip, f- fall forward, run. Run. Get away. Why the fuck is this person trying to push themselves on you? That's disgusting. That Yeah, that's... Sexual harassment. That's sexual harassment. Yeah. If, if you say no and they keep pushing, not only that is it a red flag... That means that they are a creep. They don't respect you. You shouldn't sleep next to them. They don't respect your body. You shouldn't sleep in the same room. No. House. City. Fit. 
Don't even show them your face. Just put a bag over, get out of the house, and jump forward. Honestly, that for me, if that happened on one occasion, I would question whether or not I even want to be with that, that person. Especially if it happens in the beginning. Yeah. No well, means no. And that's in any kind of relationship. Yeah. Just get off. Tone it down. Get up. Get off. <laughs> get up. Stand up. <laughs> Next one. Stand oh. up for your rights. I think that's it. That was the end oh. of the responses. But oh, I just saw it. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> that was the end of the responses. But like everybody put in the tea. I fucking loved it. I was like, we have so much to talk about on this thing. It's actually nice that a lot of people responded. And I feel like a lot of people can relate to this. Yeah. Yeah. Can they? Well, I mean, unless you've never dated someone. <laughs> no, because otherwise, Netflix happens in friends as well. What? Red oh, flags yeah. happen in friends. Red flags well. happens with everything. Red flags happens with family. Yeah. Woo! Save that for another time. <laughs> we'll save that for another time. <laughs> oh my goodness. This was fun. I don't know. This was really fun. We got to the red I flags. Fun. I feel like did that. I feel like I got helped in that. Now I'm even more clear idea what. A red flag. Is. I feel like it's just nice to know that all these people also start, like overlooked red flags or know like they can identify it the red flags. It wasn't just us. Yeah, it's nice to not know that I'm the only person that thinks these certain things because I feel like in the past I've been so isolated in my own mind to the point where I actually think that I'm crazy because I'm the only person that has to be going through or thinking these things and having having people respond on the page is just very therapeutic for myself to know that I'm not alone. And I yeah. feel like now we're doing the same. Exactly. And now yeah. moving forward, making sure that you take care of number one, which is yourself. Yeah. Right. You're allowed to have standards. You're allowed to have, you know, say that I'm here and you need to meet me here. Yeah. And look out for yourself because you shouldn't, no one should ever settle for anything. I feel like, we both have settled at certain points 100%. and it is not worth it for your mental health. It's not worth it at all because yeah. you deserve better. And at the end of the day, the right person will come. It'll everything, everything happens falls for into a place. reason. Everything falls into place. That's something that I've noticed. This year has been huge for yes. so many things have happened to a me lot. in the last six months. And I'm just like, wow, everything really fell into place mm -hmm. weirdly, but I'm extremely happy with where I'm at and Hey, I overlooked a lot of red flags, but, but I identified the ones about myself. See? That was great. And that's huge. Identify yeah. the ones within yourself so that you could better, I don't know. Self-growth. Be a better self person. Growth and be a also, better partner. Be a better friend. Be a better human being. Yes. Yeah. If you don't know your red flags, ask your friends. I'm sure they'll tell you. I've told my friends. <laughs> Again, always be honest. Oh, yeah. Communicate that stuff. Work together. Oh, yeah. Well, guys, I guess this is the end for today. Until yeah. next Monday? Until next Monday. Oh, my God. Interesting. All right. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Bitch I'm Not a Therapist. My name is Bea. My name is Dylan. And we're Bitch, Bitch I'm, I'm Not, not a, a Therapist. therapist.